Section twenty of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book three, chapter seven. The Controversy. But Balaam's ass had suddenly spoken. The subject was a strange one grigory had gone in the morning to make purchases and had heard from the shopkeeper lukyanov the story of a russian soldier which had appeared in the newspaper of that day this soldier had been taken prisoner in some remote part of asia and was threatened with an immediate agonizing death if he did not renounce christianity and follow islam he refused to deny his faith and was tortured flayed alive and died praising and glorifying christ grigory had related the story at table fyodor pavlovitch always liked over the dessert after dinner to laugh and talk if only with grigory this afternoon he was in a particularly good-humoured and expansive mood sipping his brandy and listening to the story he observed that they ought to make a saint of a soldier like that and to take his skin to some monastery that would make the people flock and bring the money in grigory frowned seeing that fyodor pavlovitch was by no means touched but as usual was beginning to scoff at that moment smerdyakov who was standing by the door smiled smerdyakov often waited at table towards the end of dinner and since ivan's arrival in our town he had done so every day what are you grinning at asked fyodor pavlovitch catching the smile instantly and knowing that it referred to grigory well my opinion is smerdyakov began suddenly and unexpectedly in a loud voice that if that laudable soldier's exploit was so very great there would have been to my thinking no sin in it if he had on such an emergency renounced so to speak the name of christ and his own christening to save by that same his life for good deeds by which in the course of years to expiate his cowardice how could it not be a sin you're talking nonsense for that you'll go straight to hell and be roasted there like mutton put in fyodor pavlovitch it was at this point that alyosha came in and fyodor pavlovitch as we have seen was highly delighted at his appearance we're on your subject your subject he chuckled gleefully making alyosha sit down to listen as for mutton that's not so and there'll be nothing there for this and there shouldn't be either if it's according to justice smerdyakov maintained stoutly how do you mean according to justice fyodor pavlovitch cried still more gaily nudging alyosha with his knee he's a rascal that's what he is burst from grigory he looked smerdyakov wrathfully in the face as for being a rascal wait a little grigory vassilievitch answered smerdyakov with perfect composure you'd better consider yourself that once i am taken prisoner by the enemies of the christian race and they demand from me to curse the name of god and to renounce my holy christening i am fully entitled to act by my own reason since there would be no sin in it but you've said that before don't waste words prove it cried fyodor pavlovitch soup-maker muttered grigory contemptuously as for being a soup-maker wait a bit too and consider for yourself grigory vassilievitch without abusing me 
for as soon as i say to those enemies no i'm not a christian and i curse my true god then at once by god's high judgment i become immediately and specially anathema accursed and am cut off from the holy church exactly as though i were a heathen so that at that very instant not only when i say it aloud but when i think of saying it before a quarter of a second has passed i am cut off is that so or not grigory vassilievitch he addressed grigory with obvious satisfaction though he was really answering fyodor pavlovitch's questions and was well aware of it and intentionally pretending that grigory had asked the questions ivan cried fyodor pavlovitch suddenly stoop down for me to whisper he's got this all up for your benefit he wants you to praise him praise him ivan listened with perfect seriousness to his father's excited whisper stay smerdyakov be quiet a minute cried fyodor pavlovitch once more ivan your ear again ivan bent down again with a perfectly grave face i love you as i do alyosha don't think i don't love you some brandy yes but you're rather drunk yourself thought ivan looking steadily at his father he was watching smerdyakov with great curiosity you're anathema accursed as it is grigory suddenly burst out and how dare you argue you rascal after that if don't scold him grigory don't scold him fyodor pavlovitch cut him short you should wait grigory vassilievitch if only a short time and listen for i haven't finished all i had to say for at the very moment i become accursed at that same highest moment i become exactly like a heathen and my christening is taken off me and becomes of no avail isn't that so make haste and finish my boy fyodor pavlovitch urged him sipping from his wine-glass with relish and if i've ceased to be a christian then i told no lie to the enemy when they asked whether i was a christian or not a christian seeing i had already been relieved by god himself of my christianity by reason of the thought alone before i had time to utter a word to the enemy and if i have already been discharged in what manner and with what sort of justice can i be held responsible as a christian in the other world for having denied christ when through the very thought alone before denying him i had been relieved from my christening if i'm no longer a christian then i can't renounce christ for i've nothing then to renounce who will hold an unclean tatar responsible grigory vassilievitch even in heaven for not having been born a christian and who would punish him for that considering that you can't take two skins off one ox for god almighty himself even if he did make the tatar responsible when he dies would give him the smallest possible punishment i imagine since he must be punished judging that he is not to blame if he has come into the world an unclean heathen from heathen parents the lord god can't surely take a tatar and say he was a christian that would mean that the almighty would tell a real untruth and can the lord of heaven and earth tell a lie even in one word grigory was thunderstruck and looked at the orator his eyes nearly starting out of his head though he did not clearly understand what was said 
he had caught something in this rigmarole and stood looking like a man who has just hit his head against a wall fyodor pavlovitch emptied his glass and went off into his shrill laugh alyosha alyosha what do you say to that ah you casuist he must have been with the jesuits somewhere ivan oh you stinking jesuit who taught you but you're talking nonsense you casuist nonsense 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 don't cry grigory we'll reduce him to smoke and ashes in a moment tell me this o oh ass you may be right before your enemies but you have renounced your faith all the same in your own heart and you say yourself that in that very hour you became anathema accursed and if once you're anathema they won't pat you on the head for it in hell what do you say to that my fine jesuit there is no doubt that i have renounced it in my own heart but there was no special sin in that or if there was sin it was the most ordinary how's that the most ordinary you lie accursed one hissed grigory consider yourself grigory vassilievitch smerdyakov went on staid and unruffled conscious of his triumph but as it were generous to the vanquished foe consider yourself grigory vassilievitch it is said in the scripture that if you have faith even as a mustard seed and bid a mountain move into the sea it will move without the least delay at your bidding well grigory vassilievitch if i'm without faith and you have so great a faith that you are continually swearing at me you try yourself telling this mountain not to move into the sea for that's a long way off but even to our stinking little river which runs at the bottom of the garden you'll see for yourself that it won't budge but will remain just where it is however much you shout at it and that shows grigory vassilievitch that you haven't faith in the proper manner and only abuse others about it again taking into consideration that no one in our day not only you but actually no one from the highest person to the lowest peasant can shove mountains into the sea except perhaps some one man in the world or at most two and they most likely are saving their souls in secret somewhere in the egyptian desert so you wouldn't find them if so it be if all the rest have no faith will god curse all the rest that is the population of the whole earth except about two hermits in the desert and in his well-known mercy will he not forgive one of them and so i'm persuaded that though i may once have doubted i shall be forgiven if i shed tears of repentance stay cried fyodor pavlovitch in a transport of delight so you do suppose there are two who can move mountains ivan make a note of it write it down there you have the russian all over you're quite right in saying it's characteristic of the people's faith ivan assented with an approving smile you agree then it must be so if you agree it's true isn't it alyosha that's the russian faith all over isn't it no smerdyakov has not the russian faith at all said alyosha firmly and gravely i'm not talking about his faith i mean those two in the desert only that idea surely that's russian isn't it yes that's purely russian said alyosha smiling 
your words are worth a gold piece o oh ass and i'll give it to you to-day but as to the rest you talk nonsense 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 let me tell you stupid that we here are all of little faith only from carelessness because we haven't time things are too much for us and in the second place the lord god has given us so little time only twenty-four hours in the day so that one hasn't even time to get sleep enough much less to repent of one's sins while you have denied your faith to your enemies when you'd nothing else to think about but to show your faith so i consider brother that it constitutes a sin constitute a sin it may but consider yourself grigory vassilievitch that it only extenuates it if it does constitute if i had believed then in very truth as i ought to have believed then it really would have been sinful if i had not faced tortures for my faith and had gone over to the pagan mohammedan faith but of course it wouldn't have come to torture then because i should only have had to say at that instant to the mountain move and crush the tormentor and it would have moved and at the very instant have crushed him like a black beetle and i should have walked away as though nothing had happened praising and glorifying god but suppose at that very moment i had tried all that and cried to that mountain crush these tormentors and it hadn't crushed them how could i have helped doubting pray at such a time and at such a dread hour of mortal terror and apart from that i should know already that i could not attain to the fullness of the kingdom of heaven for since the mountain had not moved at my word they could not think very much of my faith up aloft and there could be no very great reward awaiting me in the world to come so why should i let them flay the skin off me as well and to no good purpose for even though they had flayed my skin half off my back even then the mountain would not have moved at my word or at my cry and at such a moment not only doubt might come over one but one might lose one's reason from fear so that one would not be able to think at all and therefore how should i be particularly to blame if not seeing my advantage or reward there or here i should at least save my skin and so trusting fully in the grace of the lord i should cherish the hope that i might be altogether forgiven End of section twenty.